listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. Welcome down to the EP Podcast. My name is Chris Lanuti. I'm one of your neighbors here in Evergreen Park, and I bring you the EP Podcast from my nine-foot homemade oak bar in my basement right here in Evergreen Park with my co-host, Hannah Beth. And we give you an on-demand show that's 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb that comes out each and every Monday. This, though, is the Weekend Update, a chance for you to catch up on everything going on this weekend in Evergreen Park and to stay informed. It's not exactly 30 minutes, but we try to feature a few different things, and it's all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. I'm a big fan of those folks over there in that iconic building over on 95th and Pulaski with the big clock tower, and honored that they sponsor this show. During these uncertain times, the right resources, strong support system can make all the difference, and the First National Bank of Evergreen Park is here for you with personalized service and great offers plus they provide the steady reliable support of the entire Wintrust community bank family and now when ep podcast listeners open up a total access checking account you get a 300 dollars bonus and this is how you do it you go to bankevergreenpark.com slash ep pod and open up the account with that link the link is also in the show notes for this episode and every episode of the EP podcast. Depending on what podcast player you're using, you may be able to click through right there. Otherwise, go to bankevergreenpark.com slash EPPod. $100 required to open. Requirements to qualify. Must use link to apply. Member FDIC. The live show on Thursday night had a lot of fun. We're going to give you a few sound bites from it, including part of the interview that you will hear in its entirety with the two superintendents currently overlooking District 124 here in Evergreen Park, talking about opening up schools, getting the kids back in classrooms, their plans, their worries, their concerns, how they settle disputes between each other. The entire thing's on Monday. You're going to get a taste of it, though, later on here in this weekend update. First, though, let's take a look around Evergreen Park. It should be a great weekend. Degree temps are back. I know because my kids are jumping into their Walmart special pool that I bought during the pandemic in the backyard. You may see some clouds. You may see some wind. You're going to see some sun. The good news is you will likely see no rain this weekend. It's going to hold off until Monday. At least that's the prediction. You're going to get evening thunderstorms on Monday evening, but it should be a great weekend, which is awesome because on Friday, the day this post, Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce out at the links right now having their annual golf outing. We left some great goodies in the gift bags for everybody that is out there golfing. They got the barbecue afterwards. I'm going to miss it, though, because my daughter graduates from grammar school today. It only took until August the 7th. 
And finally, Most Holy Redeemer is having their graduation. It has been a weird year for every graduate at every level this year, and I'm just happy she can kind of close the book on it today. We're very excited for her. And luckily, it looks like a great weekend for the graduates and for the golfers. You heard about it here first. I want to give you the details again. Evergreen Park has rolled out their online renewal of 2020-2021 vehicle stickers. A lot of people have called this show before, jumped on the phone line, and asked the question, why can't I pay for things online with my credit card with the Village? Turns out they've started doing that. It starts with these stickers. Now they have to be purchased and on your car by September the 15th. You can still go into the Village Hall, so you're not forced to go online, but it's very convenient. Should cut down on crowds, help out with the social distancing. For more details, go to evergreenpark-ill.com. That's the Village website, or call them at 708-422-1551. The Evergreen Park Library is selling stuff. They're having their annual sale of books, DVDs, VHS tapes, if you still have a VHS player, CDs, and audiobooks. And it kicks off on Monday the 10th. It will go on all week long. You can browse all the items during regular hours. You can fill a bag of books for a buck. If you're looking for more stuff at a bargain price, if you're trying to entertain the kids here in the dog days of summer, it's coming up and starting on Monday, 9400 South Troy Avenue, over at the library, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. While you're out, if you're hungry, may I recommend the folks that we talked to on last Monday's show? You can still hear it. It's on demand. We did an Eating Evergreen Park over at Cousin Subs. They're located over on Western Avenue at 9204 Southwestern across from Rainbow Cone. It's totally worth the drive. They do delivery. The subs are incredible. They may be the best sandwiches in town. You can hear the entire interview with Cousins. Hannah and myself sat down. We did an Eating Evergreen Park. You can hear it on one of our more recent episodes. Go back and take a look because we're on demand. We're like Netflix, baby. You can just sit back and binge whenever you want to here with the EP Podcast. Saturday, this Saturday, this weekend, your last chance to get your kids into the Evergreen Park soccer program. I know folks are looking for soccer for their young ones because some of the other leagues in the area have canceled. Luckily, the Village has a program for you. And before we get to a little bit of that interview that will air in its entirety with the two co-interim District 124 superintendents, a little bit of news out of the Evergreen Park Girls Softball League. They have shut things down for just a little bit before the playoffs because a coach and a couple of players tested positive for COVID-19. So far, everybody seems like they're going to be okay. The spread seems to have stopped. They updated everybody in their league. They are hoping to be able to restart and finish their season, which was almost done on August the 17th. It is a difficult thing to try to figure out what you're going to do with kids' sports, with schools, if you're going to open, how you're going to do things. It's a personal choice, really, with parents. I have three in three different schools this year at three different levels, high school, seventh grade, and a kindergartner. So I know what everybody's going through. I applaud those that are trying, though, to give some normalcy to these kids. We have to remember what we're doing to them. It's scary. I've had to deal with all three kids talking about their fears, their apprehensions, their anxieties during this time. It's easy to forget them while we're dealing with our own. District 124 decided to open up and give parents the options to either e-learn or have their kids in school to start off the school year. The entire interview will air on Monday during our 30 Minutes of Good, the full on-demand show that comes out right here on the EP Podcast, found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at the eppodcast.com. But I wanted to give you a taste. Take a listen. (laughs) 
me on the phone line right now on the EP podcast. We've had their predecessor on a couple of times, but he's moved on, Dr. Robert Maycheck. And now there are two co-interim superintendents for District 124, Dr. Margaret Longo, Dr. Leela Bridges-Webb, both on the line with me right now to talk about the school's reopening plan. And first of all, what a time to have to take over this role. No wonder there has to be two of you. And secondly, welcome on to the program. Oh, thank you, Chris. Good morning. And, and we're so happy to be joining uh, your podcast and um, really excited about sharing with you the, the plans that we've been putting together to start school. Yes, they're, they're daunting times, but, um, you know, we are uh, feel like we're meeting the challenge and we're not doing it alone. We have over 75 people plus a community partnership with Christ Hospital uh, helping us work on a safe opening uh, for schools for our children. How daunting is the task, if you could kind of sum it up for me, because this is something that some school districts have just thrown up their hands and said, we're not even going to try to bring the kids back into the building. I, I want to say, first of all, I commend you for giving it a, a shot here, because I think most people understand, and we had Dr. David Beckman, who's a local physician. He's one of the leading people in the area in terms of doing COVID testing. Uh, he did. They started doing the drive-up testing, I think, back in March. He was doing the antibody testing before anybody else in the area had it. Uh, he came. He comes on every once in a while and gives us the data, and he was just recently on the show. And I think a lot of people understand that this is more of a safety question for the teachers and also those that the kids may bring the disease back to, whereas for the kids, the mortality rate is extremely low. There's a lot of data that says that it's very hard for them to pass it around, and they're probably the safest of the entire bunch. But you have to deal with a lot of public pressure. You have to deal with a lot of fears and worries of parents, and you have to figure out how you're going to be able to get these kids uh, the best education you can, at least to start off this year, and hopefully by the back end things are better. How daunting is this task for you? Well, you know, you want to talk to us at three o'clock in the morning, or do you want to talk to us? <laughs> it's like, these are things that we wake up uh, about at night. One uh, child sick is too many. One staff member sick is too many. So we've been putting uh, systems in place that are uh, processes and procedures, uh, routines and rituals, um, working with our team. So for instance, every child will have a trifold shield on their desk. Everyone will be required to wear masks, as we are doing right now when we're talking to you. Teachers will travel. Children will not. There will always be um, distancing in the classroom. Uh, we purchased PPE for our staff members. Uh, they will be wearing masks. They have the option of putting an additional shield on. If there's private conversations with children, we have additional shield belts. Our offices have plexiglass shields that have been built. Um, it will look uh, different. I mean, it will be a very different start to the school year. And yes, it is daunting, but we know that our children need to be in school. So we're providing, uh, working with our administrators, working with our teachers union, working with our parents, working with our board members to provide the most safe environment for everyone. And again, one person sick is too many for us. So we have um, cleaning and disinfecting procedures in place. Um, bathrooms are going to be disinfected every single hour um, when a teacher, teachers can't uh, use the same space without it being disinfected before they move into that space. We are crossing our T's and dotting our I's and, and, and we um, are praying at the same time. Yeah. In addition to what uh, Dr. Longo just stated, 
We will have temperatures taken every day before when they enter the building, students and staff. We will also have, we're retrofitting our water fountains so that they are touchless and students can bring their water bottles. Um, again, we talked about the disinfecting and cleaning and disinfecting, um, not only on a daily basis for classrooms, an hourly basis for our restroom areas and other facilities. So we're just trying to do what's best. And you're right, it is daunting, but we believe schools are to do what's best for children and as well as staff members as well. And we believe that we've, again, tried to cross all the T's and, and dotted all the I's. Um, but, uh, and it's exciting, but it's also a little scary. The remainder of that interview will be on in its entirety this Monday on demand on your podcast player at the eppodcast.com. John Brand is also going to be on the show. We're going to taste a brand new American stout that Open Outcry has put out just recently and much, much more. Should be a packed show. Remember, if you ever want to give us a call and leave a message, talk about anything, comment on something you've heard or ask a question, 708 708- 459-8406. That voicemail is available 24-7, 365 days a year. Make sure you give it a ring. I want to end the show congratulating the Most Holy Redeemer class of 2020, mainly because I have a kid in that class graduating this weekend. I know it's weird, kids. It has not been exactly what you expected, but trust me, you'll remember it for the rest of your lives. Have a great weekend. Congratulations on finally reaching the finish line just in time to start high school. This is the EP Podcast. We will see you Monday on demand. Make sure you are subscribed, share the show, tell your friends. We cover everything Evergreen Park, and we will see you soon. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. Look at all those people in this great suburb driving down 95th and Ked Z. What a great place. It's called Evergreen Park, but we know it better as the EP We're known for more than just the Unabomber. Remember Ted Kaczynski? You guys might even remember that big old rooster on 95th Street. It's all part of EP's history. So listen up to the EP podcast. You might be asking why. Because we talk about all things and we celebrate all the great things in the 60805. It's the EP podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP podcast. Evergreen Park. The EP podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.